Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, it's Todd. How are you? <laughs> Gets me every time. Obviously, it's not Todd. But I had you going there for a second. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Chris Burton. You may know me as the person who plays the copious amounts of sound effects on the show and doesn't talk very often. But, hey, that could be changing. They tell me I have a great radio voice. And, you know, who am I to argue? It's what the listeners want. But, um, we have a fun show this week. Tom Martin hosts in Todd's uh, absence. It's the second time we've had a sit-in host. At Tom Martin LA is his Twitter. Follow him. He's hilarious. Uh, the show is rounded out by... Eric Olson, at Olson Eric, O-H-L-S-E-N, on Twitter, and myself, uh, at Chris Burdens. We have a really fun time. Uh, Steve Feinarch joins us. Check out The Bitter Buddha, if you haven't seen it already, the brilliant documentary about Eddie Pepitone. Um, and our guest is Henry Phillips, at Henlips. He's too funny for words, too funny for this description. Check, uh, check out Henry's Kitchen, and check out his documentary, Punching the Clown. Um, and I'm being told by our producer that we need to pass the mic over to Todd to do his normal intro. So, Todd, take it away. Well, thank you, Chris. I sure hope people follow all you guys on Twitter. It would mean a lot to me. <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. Well, here's the deal. I'm outside the San Jose Improv hanging out with actually a good bunch of people and I wanted to say hello and intro this intro you to this week's show hosted by Tom Martin and the family and I think Tom did a great job I haven't heard it yet to be honest 
So, oh, by the way, remember the food lady, the one that we took her saying, I won, I won, and we just took her voice? Well, she saw the video. I'm being totally serious to George Carlin. I was so glad that she wasn't offended because I didn't want her to be. It had nothing to do with making fun of her. We took a rant that she made and we just made an absurd sketch out of it where it was somebody at a restaurant ordering food that wasn't on the menu and it just happened to work. And I was so glad that she heard it and was not offended and that made me so happy. And I hope everyone leaves good messages on her site and positive things and nice things. And if you left anything not nice, I want you to apologize. Okay? Because she said on her blog, I guess you would call it, she totally got it, and I was so happy that she appreciated it. Alright, I'm a little bit stoned right now, but that's nothing new. So anyway, Tom Morton hosted this week with everybody on the show, and I hope they had fun, and I hope that everything I said so far makes sense. I think it does. To hear all those people in the background, sounds like a lot of people having fun. Well, they are. <laughs> Why am I laughing like a mental patient? Listen to this group. Did you hear them? Thugs. San Jose thugs. That's right, folks. Alright, enjoy the show Follow those guys on Twitter Alright Alright, bye You're great You really are you, you know what, I like you just the way you are Now entering Nerdist.com Talking Just re- start recording We're on we'll Start talking and we'll have some of that Is it time? Okay Hi everybody, I'm Tom Martin And I am Substitute hosting the Todd Glass Show. And I know, it's so exciting. And we've, we've packed the show with so much talent here that we probably don't need Todd to ever come back. <laughs> we got Henry Phillips. Hold on, wait. So wait. Todd's not going to be here tonight. Oh, no. Henry, you didn't hear it? I'm, I'm the guest host filling in for Todd. So, yeah, he's not going to be here. Is that cool? Um. And if you don't mind, I'm going to reschedule for a time when Todd's here. Oh, why don't you just... But I'm friends with Todd. Yeah, but you're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're already here. I mean, But nobody's cool. going to listen to this episode because Todd's not here. Look, man, oh, this, is, this is tough. Because I mean, I know it's awkward. I'm not trying to be insulting, but I'm just saying... I have not hosted a podcast before, and maybe, <laughs> maybe we weren't upfront completely about... I was not told. About Todd my... not being here, but if you could just hang in there, and we'll just see how it goes. And if you've got to leave, you've got to leave. Well, do you have alcohol? We have you can have as much alcohol as you like. Okay, cool. And we We're have good. we have something that might help change your mind. Okay, yeah, you maybe to, this uh, will change your mind. Ooh, what is that? Well, I was wondering who the guest would be while Todd's away. When I came across some folk musician guy, and he was singing funny songs and throwing down on bits. Because Henry Phillips is the guest on this week's show. Aww. Last time we heard recordings from his vocal coach. He's not leaving Red now. leather, yellow leather, oh, good him. to go. 
I hope he has a good time with Tom Martin Cause Henry Phillips is the guest on this week's show Guys, uh, I don't know what to say I Well, A, now I feel like a dick I mean, I felt like a dick anyway But I was fine with being a dick <laughs> But now that I realize that you guys have done something That nobody has ever done for me in my entire life Seriously, you, you guys wrote a song for me Yeah And I just, uh it just <laughs> changes things, doesn't it, Henry? Thank you so much, guys. So can you stick around? Yeah, absolutely. Give I'll stick around. Hour. Sure. Come on. All right. All right. Let's have a fun time today. I apologize to the audience for being weird on that, that beginning part. Oh, thank you. Because, um, you know, I want to thank the regulars here, um, Eric Olson and Chris Burden, for being here and just be, being so helpful and, and telling me how Todd usually does things. Because, of course. Oh, yeah, not a problem. Yeah, I mean, like the, the way you guys, you know, you said that Todd likes you to have stuff all over the table yeah and right yeah beers so, on the table are fine todd really and you guys like to sh- you said that todd, no coasters todd likes you to show up late right isn't that what you said five but, ten twenty minutes late it doesn't matter yeah because i wouldn't think yeah. that i thought you guys would want to show up on no time. he really encourages so that, todd's actually. cool with that yeah exactly. I, I didn't that's know that's why that. we were late today is because we knew that's how todd would want things he's a cool guy yeah. and he's cool if i bring my buddies from barney's beanery down of here. course yeah, of the course. bar are you sure? Yeah, Easy yeah, I got like 20 guys coming down. Because I'm the sub, so yeah. I don't really know. I got to trust you. Oh, yeah. Right. No, they're, they're cool. Okay. All right, because I just want to say, I'm, I don't want to have to report back that Todd was, that you guys misbehaved. But if I have to put your name on, on the board, I will. And I'm going to do that. And then if you continue to misbehave, I will do a check next to it. And if, but, if but, you continue oh. after that, there will be two checks. But Mr. Martin, yes. Todd always lets us bring our buddies from the bar. All right. That is true. If you yeah. say so. And he always lets us come I, in. I actually used to be a substitute teacher <laughs> when, when I got out of... Uh, I used to have substitute teachers. There, it's the word. I was a sub at, in the Santa Ana School District. And um, you always wanted to get high school. Middle school was the worst. Uh, but it was a good way. It was like stand-up. It was like a hell gig that lasted eight hours. And you got like $70. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're getting laid. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That was a bad joke. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, only in the middle school, you mean, right? You get to meet a waitress now and then. That's right. Uh, Stay in the comedy, con- the school what? condo. Is that how it works? It is. You got radio in the yep. morning. Yep. <laughs> sure, I'm well familiar with it. Yeah, after I got out of UC Irvine, and I bring up UC Irvine not just to brag, mm-hmm. but we have a guest here that went to UC Irvine, Sam... Samantha Varela, who's Hi. here, Hi. works on the uh, Mark Marin podcast. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you for passing me the mic. I know Todd likes it when we move the mics a lot. He does. <laughs> That's one of the things we forgot to mention. That's yeah. true. Right. He's cool with that? Yeah. Oh, no. He prefers yeah. it. Right? Just tap the mic if you want. Do you want to say something? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Would you like the mic for a little bit? Yeah, let's yeah, pass it off. I'll take it. Okay. Oh, I bet Todd's going Guys, nuts can you, listening to that. Is that enough mic movement? But nuts, oh, no, he loves it. No, yeah, Todd loves that. He's going nuts with happiness. <laughs> All right. Well, well later on, uh, Sam is going to she's she's sing something for us. I think you're all going to enjoy. And also here, we have Stephen Fine Arts, who you know from uh, Eddie Pepitone movie, The Bitter, Bitter Buddha. Is that right? That's great. That's right, Tom. It's nice to meet you, buddy. It's good to meet yeah. you, too. And he's from Chicago, which I am, too. So we have a lot of, uh, a lot of connections going around here. And uh, it's I'm. It is. It is <laughs> and Chris is from Cincinnati, which is in Ohio, which is kind of in the Midwest. So. This is true. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah. Stephen Fine Arts, by the way, we were talking about this before the show, and uh, we assumed that he, he had gotten the joke a lot, you know, you're a filmmaker and fine arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it occurred to me that I never did it, and I think there's two reasons. One, I, I, I first saw your name written, and then I heard it out loud, so I always pictured it written, so I just knew it wasn't, you know, the same thing, obviously. You thought it was fake. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but then you were saying that maybe the joke was too easy, and it, it uh, reminded me of a story. Um, we used to have this friend in high school whose name was John Smallcock. And, no, no, uh, no, yeah, no, it Are was. You serious? That was his last how, name, how it, Smallcock. How was it spelled, Henry? It was S M A L L C O C K. No, for real. So it's the Russian. It, 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 it was like so. That's perfect. Obviously, you know, I mean, that's his last name. But we were all thinking. Oh, that's interesting. It's like small cock, like he has a small penis. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, wait, hold up. Oh, yeah, you could <laughs> yeah, take it yeah, that yeah, way yeah, too. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking of rooster, but we, but. Ne- we never really made fun of him about it because we figured he probably had had that happen. That was really thoughtful. We, we were probably like, yeah. yeah, well, probably back in kindergarten, probably the earliest. As soon as somebody saw that his name was small cock, the first joke was made. But it turns out, and this is fascinating psychologically for this guy because when he was in kindergarten. Um, the kids thought that the joke smallcock was too obvious, and they didn't make fun of him because they just go, well, I'm sure somebody already did it in uh, you know, preschool or whatever goes on before kindergarten. And um, so he went through his life never having anybody make fun of his name, smallcock. And I guess that uh, when he was in his 30s, he was in a taxi, and uh, he was paying his bill with his credit card, and the taxi driver looked at the last name, and he goes, small cock. Oh, like you got a small cock. And he had never heard that joke before, and he had never been made fun of before. He had this sort of immunity. He was living in a bubble, and uh, he just he had this breakdown. He just was like, oh, my God, I've never been fun of, made fun of before. And uh, he wound up uh, shooting a lot of people. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. And that's Smallcock. the story of John Smallcock. Wow, that's, that's a really that's, great story. I, that's we crazy. Can cut that if you, it's, want. It's, no, it's, you know what's amazing <laughs> about um, John, John Smallcock? John Smallcock. He's, he's still right. a good friend of mine. He, he probably had Smallcock pride though, all the way through. He didn't, if he didn't make that connection, he, he encountered just the right number of people who had a, a good sense of humor or an advanced mm-hmm. sense of humor to not go for the Well, he went to a very good school. But anyway, fine arts, it takes a little. But you say you, you got. What were some of the words that people yeah, called yeah. you? I got fine farts a lot. That was See, a, that's better than, than making fun of the fine arts. Yeah. <laughs> fine farts. Fine farts was a good one. But they yeah. probably didn't even know about fine arts as a uh, subject when you were really young. So yeah. they'd have to go for the simple rhyme, which I got too early on. My last name is Martin, and the only obvious rhyme for a third grader is fart. <laughs> so <laughs> Why did we all you know, laugh when you said that? No. See? The it's obvious still is funny. sometimes funny, you know? Like, but that dropped, I would say, to about sixth or seventh grade. Nobody touched that joke anymore. They wanted to go a little more clever. They wanted but to do something else. Well, what's the more clever four. version? I don't, know. I don't art, know. Art and fart. See, like with, with fine arts, I would probably go ein farts. So it looks like you just misplaced the F. Yeah. So there's a little bit more logic to it. Yeah. Or, or like, and you get an Einstein. Like, it's not Einstein. It's Einfarts. I'm gonna stop. Talking. All right. Yeah, but fine arts is. All, I get. I get that it's fake. People think it's fake all the time. Right. In yeah. It sounds especially. So. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like you selected that 
at in order to (laughs) because if you were going to pick a name for show business that wouldn't help you it might rub people the wrong way like oh mr fine arts i guess they're going to be in fine it's like getting a license plate if you're a doctor or studying and you know pre-med going future doctor it's just who would do that it's 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 putting too much pressure on it, and it's not going to help you. But well, yeah, you so fine arts it. is it? Does it mean something else in a different language? And it just it turned out in English to sound exactly like fine arts. I think it just means Jew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a tough name. It's but they, a tough name. You know, maybe at Ellis Island they didn't lop off the arts because you hear the name yeah. Fine a lot. Yeah. Larry Fine of the Three Stooges mm-hmm. comes to mind. I think it was Fine Gertz was the original name and they changed uh, it yeah that's yes. exciting yeah yes. well see my original name my given name is henry guitar boy <laughs> and uh i was like well that's too obvious i can't so go obvious. ahead and be a guitar comedian so you um, changed it you changed yeah. it to phillips and when well, my middle name's jokey so it was henry jokey guitar boy <laughs> <laughs> so i had to change it uh to henry phillips so that people don't you know because i don't want them to know what i do before i even do it you know but but seriously yeah. is phillips your family name, or did you change it? Did uh, it was it was Henry Jokey Guitar Boy, and then we went with Philip. So it was a good yeah. choice. No, the reason I ask is <laughs> oh, yeah. because no, my, my, is, my, yeah. I have the worst name for anything because there's a Tom Martin in every field. Oh yeah, and there's there's been Tom Martins who are comedians. There's other Tom Martins that are in the Writers Guild. What's that? Porn star Tom. There's a Martins. brand of pants, I think. Tom. I mean, it's it's such a common Martins? name. <laughs> yeah. So I wish that I had a cooler name. And, you know, what am I going to do now? Tom Fine Arts? <laughs> That's taken even. Yeah. <laughs> it is taken. You want it? Hmm. So, um, Jokey. Oh. Um, I think we're getting a phone call, Tom. We don't... Uh, a phone Todd, call, Todd, you say? Yeah, Todd usually well, lets us take phone calls. all right, calls. let's hear it. So, I have to play this. It's do fun. we need reverb? Todd usually gets... <laughs> I don't know. Can I get I'm reverb? just going to say, can we get reverb Tom. at random time? Yo, hi, Todd. Todd. Hey. I have some words of advice. Okay, I'm listening, Todd. Remember one thing. Always use a lot of echo. People love it. People love echo. <laughs> uh, use the voice box if you want. Okay. I should let you know I did not let Daniel Kino use that. But if you want to use it, you can. You can use the phone voice. You can use the devil voice. Um, okay, I'll do that. Have fun. And remember one thing that's most important. What's that? If it's mentionable, it's manageable. Hey, um, Chris, what was that? What about that song that um, oh. the uh, cake song? Oh, you just want? Oh, yeah, your uh, intro. My intro. Okay, we're starting right, the show now. Here we go. <laughs> Tom Martin's the guest host. Tom Martin's in charge. Yeah, couldn't you listen to that over and over again? It's I think we could even do it one more. Tom Martin's the guest host. Tom Martin's in charge. Tom put him there in his time of need. Because he's guesting and hosting and playing for Todd. It's Friday and I need to get my show on. Tom Martin's the guest host. Yeah. You know, the, the best part about that is a cake song. I love the band Cake. I don't know if you guys like Cake. I love Cake. Tom Martin's the guest host. And um, this is 
Nobody's impressed that you know famous people or you went to high school famous people. But my best friend growing up is Vince DiFiori, and he's the trumpet player of Cake. And I didn't know they were going to do this, and I can't wait to send that to Vince. Well, that's to, a good last to, name. DiFiori? DiFiori. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, cool. But that's how most people pronounce it when they read it. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. I really appreciate it. And what's the name of the, the uh, guy who. Joe McKenzie. Joe McKenzie. From Portland. And yeah. that's the one that they call Jingle Joe, right? Oh, it is. The Jingle one Joe. they call Jingle Joe. Tom Martin's the guest host. Tom Martin's in charge. Um, Hey, another thing that we were thinking about doing sure. is you like comedy, right? Uh, I'm okay. Man. All right. Um, <laughs> Have you do you ever you know how you get a song stuck in your head right yes. maybe it's a, yes. a jingle a commercial or a popular song you hear on the radio mm-hmm. have you ever got another comedian's bit stuck in your head maybe you've been there a week and you see the show nine ten times yeah well a lot of times you'll get the cadence of a, a comic in your head so that you start talking like that person all the time right yeah there's some comics that really do that to you for sure yeah and I've noticed that that like. Sometimes you hear it, and it isn't necessarily the best bit or a bit you like, but it gets stuck in your yeah, head. Yeah. So we, we went around, and I asked these guys, and the one that comes to mind for me is like, I, I think that I went on this, this spree of opening up for Wayne Cotter back in, you know, 1992. Oh, I loved Wayne. And so I. That's awesome, actually. I. The the bit that sticks in my head is is he did this thing about the odometer and, and the, he would say when all the mo- the numbers on your odometer line up is that a big moment for you and, and I still, <laughs> like the cadence would stick in my head yeah and here's the part that would really stick in my head afterwards he would go you look down and, and you're waiting you're waiting and then you look up for that one second you go oh no now I got to wait for another one 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 and that's the part <laughs> that stuck in my head for 25 oh, years yeah. sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and go, oh, i got to wait for another one, 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 one. <laughs> that is so great. So I'm wondering if, if, if you guys have... Uh, well, yeah, Wayne Cotter, I mean, there's a few of his that stick in your head. Like, there was always, um, you know, my dad doesn't know anything about wine. He's like, I'll have the witte, and they're like, that's what, sir? <laughs> right. The way he says right. it, yeah, he's got such a cadence. And there's he's another so one he funny. does, too, about his dad, too, is my dad always wants to take control of the barbecue, and I know how to set the, the briquettes up in just the right way. And he goes, gee, Dad, I never would have thought of a pile. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I don't want, uh, what was the other one? I don't want Animal Kingdom. Uh, yeah, no, he's great. You're throwing, right, throwing away that uh, chair? All it needs is four legs and a back. Right. Dad, it's a tray. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Uh, that's weird for me to just go in. I'm like a comedy jukebox sometimes when you name a comic, but he was fantastic. Yeah, he was. He still works, right? I mean, does like corporate stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wayne uh, Cotter, look him up. He's fantastic. This is, this is where um, we, we need to hear that Tom Martin opening again. Oh, yeah. I need more confidence. No, you're right. Like right now. You're like, totally mm-hmm. right. Oh, I'm back! Yeah, that was close. I was starting to ebb a little bit. It's a shot in the arm. There's a lot of pressure filling in the Todd Glass uh, seat here. All right, we're with Henry Phillips, who's a terrific uh, magician and no musician, and uh, he brought his guitar here. And at some point, we want Sam to sing something for us. And here's the deal. Todd is a humble, humble man. The last thing he wants to do is brag. So what I did is I insisted. I said, Todd, you like music, and I know you're uncomfortable when people say nice things about you. So 
when you're not here, would it be okay if we had a uh, singer come in and sing some of your positive reviews on iTunes? You know, Todd says this. He'll say, I don't want to read the positive reviews. They're there. It's not that I don't appreciate them. But uh, it would just not look uh, right if he were to do that. But Sam... Um, Hello. Sam, who went to UC Irvine, yeah. woo, is, is going to maybe put some of these positive reviews to music. And in, is there one in particular you're going to start with, Sam? Because maybe we can give the writer of the review a shout-out, too. Yeah, we might need more light. Um, Just give me a style of music, and I'll do it. <laughs> style of music? Let's do... Uh, there's so much pressure. No, there's so, not. There's no pressure at all. <laughs> or just start singing and I'll follow you. Um, try one. that We're not even recording. Somebody turned off the recording button right now. <laughs> oh, so, okay. That takes the pressure off. Yeah, see? Um, oh, wait. We're not recording right now? No. Oh, okay. This was all practice. Hey, uh, I don't want to tell the audience this, but that, that small cock story, that was all bullshit. I also oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Did you guys? I, don't, I just didn't want you to think that that was a real story. Also, I'm totally joking. I don't know if it's because oh, I'm... It seems so real. Yeah, but now that we're not recording, I wanted to let you know that. But also, I don't know if it's because I'm a girl, but I didn't get the joke. What, it, what is it, small cock? What's the joke? What it's, is it? uh, his name sounded like he had a small penis. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But nobody ever called him that because they thought the joke was too easy. But it was a bullshit story. There really wasn't a guy. I've but never. It, but I want the listeners to think that this, right, okay. that's a Right, okay. Yeah, we won't story. put this part okay, in. Okay, good, good. Yeah. All right, so now let's sing. We could do a blues, you know. Just make it up? Yeah. It's called Podcast Listener, and it's from Tomba65. So let's see. Douglas is just such a genuinely likable person. So good. Oh, this is scary. This is great. This is exactly right. Go, Sam. It's like listening to the coolest person you know. another one so good so <laughs> much better oh, than yeah. i thought terrifying. it would be i know i so thought it was gonna terrifying. suck so good um loun- let's go to loungy right here loungy okay all right so this review is called hands down the funniest podcast on the internet by nathan austin i don't know if that's a name place or what we'll see My wife hates when I listen to it at bedtime Because I wake up with bursts of laughter So somewhere in between those times Is probably the ideal time to listen I listen to a lot of podcasts And not one of them even comes close to Press the pause to catch my breath. 
was that so one. awesome. All right. Oh my god, this is, Sam, this is great. 100% blacking out right now. Let's <laughs> really? This is it's not, so beautiful. I'm gonna, I don't know what's happening. Okay, I can I can deal with that. Oh, all right. Sorry, PF eats kids. I'll do better. It's like morning talk radio, but actually good. Todd and Co. wildly between topics and bits and take you along for a hilarious ride. Listening to this podcast makes me crack up in that totally unexpected way that makes you spit your cereal all over the table. It feels like hanging out with good friends when everyone's in a great mood. The show feels very loose, but probably is very precisely orchestrated. <laughs> you never know when you're about to be led into a bit. Unpredictable, hilarious, and often very informative. Todd has a lot of progressive ideas about social issues And he often makes me see things from a different point of view Kudos, great show I've listened to every episode And I will continue to do so How funny is this podcast? Well, I've prayed coffee and various other drinks All over my computer monitor while listening to it I need more wind wipes I blame this on Todd Glass and the many hilarious comedian guests he has on the show bit after bit I can't get enough of it that is why Todd you can never stop recording episodes if you do I'll have way too much time on my hands not cleaning my monitor And I'll have to pick some stupid hobby like finding a girlfriend Hey, right, there's a P.S. Jesus, this guy's long. <laughs> no, it's, it's intense. P.S. <laughs> if you want to spray coffee all over your entire house Skip straight to any episode with... Paul F. Tompkins. (laughs) They work so well together. And the bit where Paul is acting as a smoothie owner at Todd's gym literally almost killed me. (laughs) Seriously, it was scary, but totally worth it. Better than grilled cheese. That was better than grilled cheese. <laughs> oh, that was still terrifying. Sam, first of all, still terrifying. That was fantastic. <laughs> this, this when if I had that kind of talent, I would never stop singing. I would just be singing constantly. But there you are. You're you're you're, you're sitting there, and you're you, you, we don't know this talent about you. And then you break out with nervousness on top of it, and it was so fantastic. I still don't know what happened. You don't have to listen to it later. I'm well, scared. that was great, Yay. and that just shows you the kind of talent that's coming out think- of UC Irvine these days. <laughs> Will Todd be okay with it? Did I move the mic? Too oh much? my no. gosh! You should perform blacked out no, more no, often. No, he'll be fine. There, there's a couple of little pointers I could give you. Yes, singing please, wise. Please. Yeah. 
Um, well, first, how relaxed are you? Um, on a scale of one to ten, negative five. Okay, try, <laughs> just try this. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Say it five times fast. Do you have that um, recorded still? I do. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I don't know, I don't know what but can you do that? that? Can you do that? Like red Sam? leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather. That I can only do. A okay, bit. yeah. See, you're very tense. You're yeah. very tense. Listen to me. Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> see, I'm really good at it. Yeah. We got to find that on the board. If we do, do you know what he's talking about, Sam? Last time that, that Henry, well, I learned from a very good Henry was teacher. here. He had this top. Here, let's try teacher. this other one. Here we go. Repeat after me. Some. Some. No. Some. <laughs> Some. No. Listen to how relaxed my voice is when I say it. Some. Some. No. <laughs> now you were closer earlier. Some. Just quickly, just some. Some. Okay. Um, well, here, Tom, try it. Here, some. Some. Yeah, see how he did it? See? It's not that hard. It's perfect. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to channel my singing teacher. Uh, hey, can I do one thing? That sure. It's, it's probably not as entertaining and, and funny as, as what we've just experienced, but my grandfather, who was born almost exactly 100 years ago, William Power... Bill Power, born May 10th, 1913, was a professional singer, and unfortunately his problem was he had a degree in uh, chemical engineering and was on his way to having five kids, so he gave up his dream of being a singer. But it just turned up recently that we found a recording of him from 1949 singing Danny Boy, and Danny Boy is a, show, is a song that we seem to hit a lot on this show. <laughs> so in honor of my grandfather's 100th birthday, and to prove that someone in my family did have singing ability at one time <laughs> besides me, maybe we could play a little bit of my grandfather singing Danny Boy in uh, 1949. And, and, you know, don't play the whole thing. Just, just uh, play a little bit of it, and we'll cut out of it. Okay. Just let me know when you want to play it. All right, go ahead. I'm going to cry, but then I'm going to stop. I'm starting again. Here's the hard part. I thought I would throw that out there to prove that someone in my family had talent at one point. But also, <laughs> if you listen to it and um, if you can really crank up some of the pops and crackling sound, it really, really makes you cry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're, we're Irish people, so um, it's sort of a test of Irish. If you're an Irish guy that doesn't box or drink, you're going to want to be able to sing Danny Boy just to prove <laughs> you, got, you got something. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> With the crackle. Because he's guesting and hosting and playing for time. It's Friday and I need to get All right. my show on. Enough of that. Vince DiFiori. That's going to be my ringtone. Okay. Um, 
Henry, uh, as a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. and me as a uh, former stand-up comedian who has recently started doing stand-up again at the West Side Comedy Place there in the alley. Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, uh, I'm a little worried that my comedy is suffering because now I'm, I'm 48, and I'm not angry anymore. I'm not like... I, and I, I, I like everyone, and I wish everyone well, and I'm finding that... Do you need to be angry about something, or is my growing ah, compassion for question. people a barrier for me to make good people uh, or make good material that people will like? Like, have you tackled that at all? Um, or are you facing it? Yeah, I mean, I, I have a lot of anger. It doesn't come out. My act doesn't come out like I'm angry, but there is a lot of friction there. But I mean, I don't think not being angry is a factor of age. You know, you, you can be. Pretty ang- I, th- I always thought you get angrier the older you get. I've gotten less angry. Yeah. I mean, you might just be happy. Maybe try to do some self-destructive really? things. <laughs> Are you married? I, I am married. Oh, yeah, leave her. Okay. Just for no reason. No reason. And um, just say, I'm sorry. Fuck that, you. That might, that might help me <laughs> yeah, find and, some Yeah, and then material. what you'll do is you'll feel a lot of pain. Because you just did such a stupid thing. And then try to get her back. And she's going to be like, why would I go back to you? And then you're a comic again. Oh, this could work. Yeah. Should I, should I get a drug problem or anything? Uh, yeah, drugs, is, that's good. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll have a lot of stories. I don't know how much longer you're going to last. Yeah, drugs is all part of it, I'm sure. I've heard. Are, are, you, are you married? You're not married. Are no, you? no, are you no. kidding? No. Are you going to get married? Uh, I doubt it. I don't know. Is there a girlfriend... Uh, that you listening to this would be disappointed if you heard your casual. No, I no, I it. think most of the people I hang out with realize it's not. Um, it's just not an institution that I'm really big on. You know, the whole. Well, what institutions are you big on, Henry? <laughs> I like the uh, the Institute of Fine Arts. Oh, <laughs> which, uh, that's in Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, to call back, that's a callback, guys out there. <laughs> We're with the pro. I'm so glad um, you're here, Henry. I'm working on uh, a new thing here, and um, maybe you guys could help me with it. And, Tom, you've been out of stand-up for a little 16 while 16 years. I, w- I took a 16-year break. Well, the whole industry's changed, and this really kind of sucks. But um, Well, I will say this real quick. that I talked to Blake um, Wexler uh, about how much he gets paid compared to what I got paid 20 years ago, and it's the same. And, and that's that's a little disturbing. Well, in some places it is. What, the biggest difference is the way they pay you. They used to pay you based on either how popular you were or if you're on a door deal, how many people show up. Um, now they pay you based on how many jokes you tell oh. per minute. So, yeah. so you get a counter. But yeah, and the weird thing is that in the contract, nothing ever says that the joke has to be funny or good or anything. It's totally weird the way they're doing it now. <laughs> So I've been working on a new act here, and I want to just run a little I bit of the I swear to God, body. this is true. Yeah, yeah, and I think this is going to be a big moneymaker for me. Um, again, the jokes, they don't even need to make sense in any way. They just have to have the requisite setup Do you have any examples of, of like the kind of quick Well, jokes? the quicker, yeah, like, uh, for example, um, guy walks into a bar, says, hey, uh, I want a Mai Tai. Bartender says, Mai Tai, I haven't had that since college. All right, that's one joke. You get five <laughs> bucks right there. Wow. Uh, Guy uh, falls down the stairs, gets up, says, oh, fuck. The other guy says, 
I don't know, but my ass sure hurts. <laughs> All right, so that's two. So now I'm at Wait, ten but you, bucks. But you're just throwing matching yeah, setups they, they, and punchlines. Don't it, go it, to it does, you. You can sense. argue that. You can say, "Hey, look, you never said anything about it making sense." Wow, and, and this is helping pe- draw yeah, people yeah. to the club. A uh, guy goes to get a hooker. Says, "How much for a blowjob?" She says, five dollars." He gives her ten and says, "Keep the change." <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it wasn't a hooker; it was his wife. All right, so now what I did there—that's a tag. Oh, you, uh, what do you get? Two The wife part. Yeah, I get two fifty for a tag. So what are we at now? Seventeen fifty, and the yeah. club owner usually counts them all while you're saying them, and that's how they. Is there, are there ever up. disputes, like where you got to go over in slow motion or anything? Um, yeah, sometimes they'll play the tape back, and you'll argue about whether it was a tag or a joke, you know. But here's here's one that's a little bit more complicated. Uh, guy um, gets pulled over by a cop, and uh, the cop says, "Give me your driver's license and registration." The guy says, "I don't have that stuff. Why don't I just show you my dick?" Yeah. Turns out it wasn't a cop; it was the mayor. So they're dating now. All right, so that was two tags. So, I mean, it's really a $10 joke because I did five. and then. But sometimes the club owner will be like, ah, you know, you can't really do two tags. But anyway, right there in the space of about a minute, $25. I managed to make everybody turn off the podcast, but I did make 30 bucks. Henry, you're... What did I make, 25 now, I don't know. Now, how does the... Seriously, I don't know yeah. your material. I've only met you on the show, and then we had dinner <laughs> afterwards. But you were so fucking funny. Oh, now, that's nice. I haven't seen you on stage. How does this material you've just put here <laughs> compare to the kind of thing that you would do on it's stage? It's funny that you say that. I was in Minneapolis a couple weeks ago, no joke, and I was doing that very bit. Uh-huh. And uh, right in the middle of it, some guy in the audience yells, Not funny. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah. It, See, this is this is what is, I'm, this is fascinating to me because if I was in a club and I saw you do that bit, you'd be like on the top of my list of oh, comedians, thanks, man. But then I know how it is because that's not what the, a lot of people yeah. going to clubs <laughs> want to hear. So I'm wondering how do you manage that minefield of pleasing know. yourself I, and the audience at the same time? It's tough. But when that guy said that, I was in such a good mood, and, and I, I was having a decent show at the moment, and I was just kind of like, you know what? You're right, sir. It's not funny, and people aren't laughing. It's not working, so I'm going to do something else. I don't want to put you through the rest, because that bit actually goes for 70 minutes. So <laughs> it's a long time. And I was in minute 45 when the guy said that, so he had every right. And the place was closing, you know. Did, anyway. you, did you ever work Utah? Where they, they do have weird payment scales. Oh, like, really? Where I, I was working in uh, Salt Lake City, and it was a, a Mormon area. Actually, it was Provo, Utah. And the club owner said, if you don't swear, we give you a $100 bonus at the end of the week. Wow. And I, had, I, 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 I said, fuck or shit or whatever on the first show. And then I'm like, fuck, there goes my $100 bonus. And I explained to the audience, like, now I'm not going to get my $100 bonus because you don't swear. And so then I was just, I just became the most filthy comedian oh, yeah. ever. I was just saying, Well, they don't shit. give you any incentive. Right. And, yeah. then, and then after that show, the owner is coming up, Terry, I think his name is like, if you, okay, we'll start over from here on out. If you don't swear, we'll give you 100 bucks. That's hilarious. <laughs> and yeah, so. And then you did it again the next night. I, I actually wanted the $100 more than I wanted to swear. I, it's weird because uh, I do swear in my act, and um, I don't have a problem with it. I did a show recently where they wanted me to be clean, and I was up there, and like before I even started my material, I said something like, oh, fuck this, you know, and then I was like, oh, psh, I just said fuck, like the first thing that I said, 
And uh, and then I was in my head the whole time. I'm going, geez, how did I do that? I, I said a swear. I said a, a word on TV that I didn't know you couldn't even say. I was doing um, the MTV Half Hour Comedy Hour back in you know 1902. Yeah. And I said the word scumbag, and they bleeped it. And I'm thinking, wow, you nobody. I mean, it, it it everybody heard my act before they approved it, but then before it aired. They bleeped out the word scumbag, and and I didn't know that it meant a used condom. But even th- if it did mean that, well, why would that. why I don't would they think bleep it? it? Yeah, it does. Scum, mm-hmm. scum was a, a word before. I've been know. I've been called it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I did the research. No, no, I mean, yeah, I was really interested in this. Why the hell they would bleep it? And and so I researched condom. it. It does. It's what it means. I mean, it doesn't mean that to us anymore. It just sort of means. A, well, what about you uh, know jerked chicken? Church. Can you say that? Yeah, you can say that strangely. Because, because you're not actually doing But you can't say uh, they jerked me around because that, that would be right. Well, you know what? It gets into the, how words evolve. And it, uh, scumbag just means a lout or a guy you don't like anymore. Yeah. I said lout. No one sure. says that. I don't even know why I use that one. But it, it, it gets to the question of like, oh, my God, I just lost my train of thought. But anyway. Fuck. Well, it's like in France they have um, – this expression, uh, je m'en fous, which means uh, I don't care. And, and I, when they told me that, I was like, okay, you don't care, but that's not what the, the thing's saying. And they say, well, technically, literally, it means I jerk off on that. That's what it means. But it's like, are you serious? Yeah, I am. Is this and, like and they, cock they or is say, this real? no, no, this is real. So they, but it's one of those things that's been, right. you know, done so Like when people say that sucks. They're not literally thinking of, you know, but I'm sure it originally was, was sucking a penis or something like that. But um, people, people, everybody says that sucks. So it, that's what they have out there. But, I mean, can you imagine that? It's like, uh, you know, hey, uh, so, you know, you're getting a ticket. Oh, I jerk off on that. You know, <laughs> it's just like, but, but uh, you know, like the president says it. It's not right. a big deal to them. But um, I was on, um, kind of, I think. Oh, I think it was uh, on a show called Late Friday on NBC, and I used to have this joke where I would be like, uh, anyway, this is a song that I wrote for uh, the girl that I was seeing in my eighth year of community college, and, you know, we were just having a great time, great sex, you know, whatever. Anyway, I wrote this for her on her 13th birthday, and I want to share it with you. (laughs) All those jokes sound so much worse now than it. Back then, it was so obvious that it was a joke, but now we're all so jaded. We're just like, oh, that's so gross, you know, but (laughs) it's because this is before, like, even the, you know, any of these, you know, stories were so graphic, you know, John Bonet and all that stuff. But anyway, I just remember it was sort of a fun joke back then, and everybody enjoyed it. But yeah, the network said, yeah, you can't say that. And I was like, all right. And the lawyer's like, well, well, maybe, maybe you could say, I wrote this for her on her 18th birthday. And I mean, I was like 26 or something at the right. time. And I'm like, well, that's not weird enough. That's kind of just like, you know, whatever. And so what I told them I would say is I'll say, well, I, I wrote this for her on her 75th birthday. So then now it's at least right. weird. But so when, and it was live. And uh, so when I did the show, I think I just went with, uh, I wrote this on her 13th birthday. And I did it because I had done a, th- I have done it a thousand times prior to that. Uh-huh. Right, so it rolled it's, out it's that pretty, way. Yeah, just rolled yes, out. Yes, I know. I know the feeling. Which made me think, remember that historic moment, and they did it in the, the Doors movie, Oliver Stone or whatever, when he yes. says, you, we couldn't get much higher. And they made it like, oh, he's this total badass, you know, hero or whatever. It's like, I'll bet you anything. 
he just said that because he had said it so many times right. and was in the moment yes. and just not thinking about it. And everybody was like, oh, wow, that takes so much balls. He totally just said, screw <laughs> right. you. No, it rolled out that I'll way. I'll bet anything it rolled out that way. It's certain ways in a thousand times. And he was times. probably like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Well, I'm sure well, Jim know, Morrison was like, oh, well, guys, I can't believe I did good. that. Because I, I once did – they had this terrible show on NBC called you – know, it was like some late Friday night comedy show where they would get comedians to come in there and record them doing stand-up with no audience. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that show? I, 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 anyway, I get out there and it's just lights and, and vacant nothing, and I blanked out. And the approved material was just gone because it was a jumbled list of jokes. I never would have done that order. And I just rolled out some material that I'd done 10,000 times before. And I was, I was like Sam was saying. I didn't even know what I was saying, but it just came out. Yeah. And so that's where that sort of doing it a million times can save your ass. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, does that make sense? That's, yeah, it makes it? total sense, yeah. I mean, we have these security blankets when we're up there that we can just kind of get right into and then and feel so comfortable, you know? Yeah, now... You had mentioned that you're going you're gonna to go. Can we talk about you? Sure. You, you mentioned you're, you're going on the road and, and you want to try. This week, yeah. So it'll, I don't know. Where are you going? Maybe we could plug then, it. But, real, uh, I'll real be quick. in Omaha. Uh, That's in Nebraska, right? In Nebraska, uh-huh. yeah, at the Funny Bone. Uh-huh. And I'm specifically uh-huh. doing it because uh, I wanted to get better at just doing stand up. And usually when I'm doing my act at a comedy club with the guitar as a headliner or whatever, I. Um, if I get in trouble, I'll just I, I'll bail on the stand up and just grab the guitar. Right. And so in other so, words, if you feel like the audience has got a lull, you might go to the guitar as a way to amp up the energy and do the older material because I know what I'm doing, you know, and I know that I can have a good show, right? A decent show. Um, but this time, I'm not bringing the guitar. I'm not I'm not even bringing it on the plane with me. I'm just going to be doing stand up mm-hmm. as the opening act. Not even bring it on the yeah. plane. Gosh, and what so if you? If, I, I can see I you midweek. What if you run into a store and buy your? That would be stuff. funny. I'm over there. There's ah, there's a guitar <laughs> store right next door. Can anybody get that for me? I'll pay for it. No, but keep going. No, but yeah. So I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do all stand up, and so that means that if I run into trouble up there, which I probably will, <laughs> I'm gonna have to get out of it by doing stand up, which is what all you guys had to do. And right. so it's like that's the only way to get good at see, it. See, but what I'm saying is that we still have our crutches too. We have our go to stuff that. Well, always I need to works. get some of those that, that aren't the guitar. <laughs> you know, I'm nervous about it, but you got to get out of your comfort zone. That's true. Yeah. And by comfort zone, I mean bed. You got to get out of bed sometimes. I don't, but other people do, and I heard it's good. It is good. Um, uh, yeah, we nailed it. I am. Todd never needs to come back. It's really funny sitting in this. I, I'd like to be where Mr. Fine Arts is over there, pot yeah. shotting. It, there's, it's so much easier to just sit on the wings and lean into the microphone when you have a funny idea. When you got something. And then you go back and you drink another beer, and then you, like, chime in again at 20 minutes later. I realize Todd really has to pay attention during the whole show. It's a, it's, it's a yeah. lot harder. No, it's not easy. Yeah. By the way, yeah. Yes.
Thank you, Joe McKenzie. And uh, Chris, what's up with Joe McKenzie? Oh, he, uh, yeah, he actually has a band called Someday Tricycle. Oh, Someday Tricycle, or you can look up CD Baby. They're both on iTunes. iTunes. And, that, uh, is that a popular site for music? I believe so. Yeah, I think okay. it's right up there with Napster and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, LimeWire. You uh, know, things that are really current. Well, Jingle Joe is awesome. He's a very big talent and. As a non-musical person, I may have mentioned that before, I am impressed with musical people. Yeah. Um, Sam and, and Henry. Uh, but also, last week we, we had this uh, clip of this future great singer, this girl who's, who's, this young girl who's forcing herself to play that Whitney, to sing that Whitney Houston song. Play it and, and, and uh, listen to her, how she's, she's struggling to find, to hit the notes. And I want to hear what you guys think about it. Okay. this pressure on herself to to hit these notes yeah what do you make of that well it's singing is a very frustrating thing it's it it leads to alcoholism it's a fragile art it's yeah it's very difficult as soon as you mess up you scream you yell you throw things you hurt people (laughs) and i I know how she feels and she's in for a life of pain (laughs) (laughs) it's struggling now if i could have given her some of my vocal tips Right. I think it would have been okay. Maybe we could call her. Maybe she'd want to yeah. tr- try to give have vocal. Maybe we could give her vocal tips yeah, on, the on the song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear. Oh, that's just the you know, our phones are doing that again. Oh. Oh, I think I got her. That was quick. What's her name? Oh, okay, hi. Okay. hi. That's she's how not she even really. Phone? Yeah, she's not even giving us a chance. It seems like she just sings. She's, she's almost there. Let me. Can I talk to her? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Now on the next note, uh, just try to relax your jaw a little bit. Let's hear how that sounds. There you go. That's, That's coming. That's oh my god. No. Don't don't get all stressed out. It's it's coming. Here, try this. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Five times. Do it too. No, no. You got to do the red. Hey, what do you? Come on. I can't work with this. You know what? You suck. You. Well, you suck. You should be upset with yourself. Even on the phone, she can't let it go. Yeah, just do what I'm telling you. Here, try this. Some. Some. Now, some, some. Okay, yeah, I can't work with her. Well, it's because you suck, and that's all right. All right. All right. All right. So th- this, this, uh, 
somehow she's even broken through the phone. Hanging up. I don't even know what's happening. Now it's... Uh, okay, I just Okay. Now, you seem to have this talent of singing, and it, and you are a... You have a very clear singing ability, but you also have another secret talent of, of being able to cook. Now, yes, yes. Are you able to cook, or is it... I am. I'm decent. You know, what I'll do is I'll go on YouTube, and I'll watch uh, cooking videos... And then I'll try to uh, make my own. And and I actually tape mine, and I have a, a series called Henry's Kitchen where people can see me cooking. Yeah, I've seen cooking. those. And, and now, this is fascinating to me because what made you think of this the first time? And did you think that it would be as big as it was and that you'd be doing so many of them? Yeah, I mean, the, the first one that I did, I was laughing the whole time I was doing it. So I was just like, oh, this is this could be really funny, you know? And I put it out there, and then all my friends liked it. And yeah, then the these are hilarious. So if they're searching on YouTube, just if Henry's you search Kitchen, Henry's Kitchen, yeah. or even Henry Phillips, it'll you come do up. You do Henry Phillips Kitchen, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you go to Henlips, the YouTube channel Henlips, it'll show you. You can see the whole series. But um, yeah, the second one I did, I don't know. It was one of those things where everything came together, and it was just, uh, it was just like the perfect timing or whatever, and it really kind of went viral there. Would would it, like HGTV ever be into? Or the I don't chain? think anybody's interested in that on that level. It's just people watching it on YouTube. <laughs> what about getting more sex out of it? Is it at least oh, pre- you know um, like women are like, oh, we can cook? Well, it's unfortunately it's not a flattering side of me that I'm showing. You know? mm. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, I even have a little song. Oh, well, let's hear. I do. It's sort of the theme song for the uh, for the show. Help me make it through the night Cause I am tired and alone Help me make it through the night Cause I don't like myself anymore I guess I'm just not interesting I have no personality I met a guy with cancer And he felt sorry for me I'm always coming in last place And getting dirt kicked in my face And all I really need's a little hug I don't like myself. <laughs> and then it's just a gunshot. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, beautiful. So that gives you an idea beautiful. of what that you, you, cooking you, you know what that, that makes me think of is that, like, like Sam talked about some of the self-doubt that, mm-hmm. that she has about her singing, and, and I'm a wreck guest hosting because it's something I've never done before and so I'm, I'm nervous but what you're talking about in that song is something I think a lot of people can relate to is sort of this kind of negative self-talk that's, that's, that's going on and I'm wondering yeah. like what does that serve you know it doesn't like help yeah. you yeah so you should be more positive yeah but, but I'm wondering like why is it so universal like why it's cathartic maybe but I don't know. But it doesn't does it help us? I mean, I guess the only way I could see where the kind of negative self-talk that that you 
put in that very funny song, by the mm-hmm. way, because people relate to it, is that is it that our fear of uh, rejection or performing or whatever it is that makes us so hard on ourselves? The only thing I can think of is that when we were in tribal situations yeah. is the idea of being an outcast makes you so safe that you're going to make sure you do what you're supposed to do in those confines. And now mm. we're in a different setting, so it doesn't serve us anymore to have that. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it definitely hasn't served me. Yeah, I, mean, I know, the, uh, I know. And I'm wondering, like, there's some people that just love their stuff so much, and I think yeah. they always seem a little weird. Yeah, no, it, it's always <laughs> weird to me when somebody loves the art that they make or right. whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll give you an example of, of, like, I relate to that song way too much, but I'll give you an example of, I if I listen to myself on the podcast, it's so hard for me to hear my voice, to just cringe. And then the things I say to myself about my voice, like if I said that to another person about their voice, I'd be the biggest asshole in the world. Mm-hmm. Like if I said, it's like, oh, what a stupid voice. Oh, I sound so bad there. Like if I said that to another person, it would sound terrible. So why would I do that to myself? And then more importantly, how does one get over that kind of criticism of themselves. Do, and, and do you have any of that experience hmm. that I'm talking about? Like, do you have any problem seeing yourself on on TV or hearing yourself or watching videos? I mean, to be honest with you, not as much as I used to. I think I used to. And how lot. do you get how do you get over it? Um, I think just by doing it. You know, people uh, giving you positive reinforcement. You know. Yeah. Um, it takes a long time. And yeah, I guess uh, it, I guess so. By the time it happens, you don't really want to do it anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's really kind of ironic. Well, yeah, I guess y- you see it happen. Like I remember when the mayor via gross via like grosso. Yeah. And yeah. our mayor in Los Angeles when he mm-hmm. was first uh, elected, his speeches were lame and his tone of voice was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so maybe it's it's like what you're saying, you just you get better, used to right? it yeah. and you're forced to watch yourself. And you get a little more, yeah, just polished. anything. You, but anyway, you know, I wish there was a, a shortcut past it. Not now yeah. that we've talked about that—the uselessness of the negative sort of self-talk. I wonder if Sam has a song she'd like yeah. to sing. Yeah, I wish she had the Whitney Houston song on there. I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. <laughs> That's later too. We'll cut this out, right? I will. I will after. <laughs> Wait, are we are we on the air right now? I don't know. Um, well, because yeah, we, we'll we're probably not, cut this out. I just want to say that uh, that whole thing about the clubs where they pay you for the joke—that yeah. was bullshit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it seemed real. Uh, yeah, no, I don't want you the audience. To, yeah, no, it's I'm, it's just sort of a bit that I'm doing, but I want the audience to think that's really oh, how you. Now we so, have to leave. Really, it seemed real. Okay. All right. Well, all right. There that's going to blow some minds. Can, can, are we back? On, can we turn that on, Eric? It's not on. Oh, pipes, the pipes are calling. This is not, not right. It's too fast. I can't. And down the mountain say, Ugh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. The summer's gone. And all the flowers are dying. Ugh! <laughs> tis you, tis you must go and I must... You know, I didn't have the right thing to practice after. I'm on a different... 
<laughs> when you come back. Ugh. When summer's in the meadow. Okay, I think I got it now. I didn't. I only did the first well, part good. of it. I'm sorry. Bravo. Yeah, that was Bravo. Good. No, good. No, Bravo. no, very good. No, no, no there Bravo. were a lot. No, I'll, there were a lot it. of mistakes. In no, there. no, it was great. No, and um, no, it was great. No, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we have an, another message from Todd. Right? The, we do. Let's hear what he has to say. I, I, he's probably bugged this room. Tom, don't forget to do. I've got a lovely. Bu- Todd, don't forget to. Tom, don't forget to do. I've got a Lonnie Bunchy. God, stop. Sorry, Tom. It's Todd. Don't forget to do a lot, lot, a lot of Bunchy. Jesus, Tom. It's Todd. Don't forget to Lonnie Love. Todd, don't for. Tom, don't forget to do a lot of Lonnie Bunchy, Lonnie Coconutty. Why can't I do this, Tom? It's Todd. The song. I've got a Lonnie Bunchy, Lonnie Funch and Bunchy, Conganonson and Bunchy. <laughs> no, why can't I just leave this message? Okay, stop. I'm like that girl that gets mad because she can't hit the note. What a coincidence. Lonnie Tommy, it's Lobby, Lonnie Bunch of Conganonchi, Lonnie Bunchy. Oh my God, that's even worse. Tom, it's time. Don't. Tom, it's Todd. Lana bunch of Lonnie Con and Lana bunch of Con Lana. Oh my God, it's like I'm not even trying now. Lana bunch of Con and Tom, the song that I sent you. Okay, there you go. <laughs> the song that I sent you on YouTube. A lot of bunch, a lot of Con and Lana bunch of Clana, Clana, Clana pin, Clana pin, a clonch of. I've got a, I've got a lovely bunch of Clana pins. That doesn't even make any sense. What is wrong with me? Tom. Okay, take a deep breath. Wow, he's really overreacting. He's, he's being hard on himself. I think Tom, so. please he's don't forget to do the song I've Got a Lovely Bunch of Coconuts. All right, well. Yes! Know, he, okay, God! I think Todd's I knew trying I to had tell it in me. I knew I had greatness in me. He's trying to tell us to... Uh, to, uh, to do, do we have that lovely bunch of coconuts? Um, I don't know if we do. 
Oh, we uh, don't have it? No. Yeah, I think he that, was, so that was a very random voicemail. I don't know if... Well, he worked so hard to get that yeah, out. I wish yeah, we had it. We, I guess we could try to sing it. It's pretty... Right? Does well, do we have it on uh, a recording of it, or do we have to sing? Because I'm a terrible uh, I don't think we have a Can we get Todd on the phone? We could. Should we call Yeah, him? yeah. Let me. Maybe I'll give him some of my tips, and then okay. uh, he'll feel better yeah, about what yeah. he's doing. Should, should we... Yeah, give him a call. See okay. what he's saying. Yeah. Um, do you guys know that song? I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. There they are standing. This is how I sing. I I talk. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Yeah, I never Turn knew what down. they were saying. Turn me down. Oh wait, never mind. Just don't. He's actually getting caught on the phone. Awesome. Oh my God! You can actually do that. We'll cut this out, right? So he might not pick up. He might be on stage somewhere. We can leave a message. Come on, Todd. Come on, Todd. Pick up. We're all counting. Almost went to voicemail, but I got it. Hello. Too good. Ah, the oldest trick in the book. That's Todd's. uh, At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Todd, Todd, it's Tom. I'm 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 guest hosting the Todd Glass Show. Can you hear me through this or through this? Um, Yeah, we're asking. I'm not sure if we have that that a a clip of that song. Lonnie, lonely bunch of fuck nuts. Fuck, Lonnie. Ah! Fuck. How do you say it? It was. I've got a Lonnie, Lonnie. Lonnie Bunt, Bunt, Clon- ah! I remember Clonopin was in there. Clonopin. I it, got it, love Todd, It's of- Henry. God. Fuck. Well, we don't have that song that you were talking about. So oh, we're well, having a fucking hard yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. We don't talk. know where to look. Okay, we'll, we'll call back later and, and we'll, we'll deal with it. And. Okay, so now here, just in general, fellas. Okay. I don't know if we're recording or not, but here's where we are. And Tom, we still haven't started the podcast. Oh, thank God oh, that we did this rehearsal oh, first. God. You guys stick around a couple more hours, right? Ooh, and, um, oh, fuck yeah, because it was good to I get a re- rehearsal out of your system. I can't tell you how happy I am that nothing was recorded because yeah. now we're going to start fresh. Can you hit that that uh, cake song? Yeah, to start. Yeah. Tom Martin's the guest host. Tom Martin's in charge. Oh yeah, saved it. I couldn't be singing it. <laughs> it is. It's all, all right, that's good. That's good. Thank you. Okay. Whew. Actually, seriously, we're in. We are now in the end zone, doing our end zone dance. So I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm perfect. Like my big thing getting here is like. Oh. Hey, we're getting a phone call. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my God. Who could it be? Do you think it's Todd? Who is it? Yeah. Do we put reverb on this? Hello. Hey. Is that Todd? Hello. Hey. Hey, hey Todd. How'd it go? Can you hear us? We're on the air. Yeah. You're still recording? Oh, that's right. It's earlier there. <laughs> hey, Todd, it's Tom. I'm, I'm the host of the Todd Glass Show. Do you're... Yes, this is Todd Glass. Hi. Well, yeah, we don't really need you right now, but... Um, we tried to do oh, that song. Yeah, that you... I have one question, and then I'd like you to just disappear again so I can take over your show. Uh, it, yes. You, you know that you were trying to tell us to sing a particular song. I think it had the word... What was the name? Lonnie Bunch of Kalapodin. Kalapodin. 
Lonnie Fuck. 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 Lonnie bunch of colonomonuts. Lonnie plastic colostomy. Do you remember? Do you remember what the song was? I got a Lonnie bunch of salami. Oh. Oh, I got a lousy colostomy. I've got a bunch of salami ice cream cones. Shit. Oh, hey, Todd, seriously, I don't know if we're going to get that song, but the most important thing, just between me and you, I'm fucking nailing it. I mean, you know, I'm really carrying the weight for everyone here, but like, it's like, like you know, Henry's here. He's what? Uh, Tom, what? I want you to sing that song. That's all I'm hoping for. Oh, but, yeah. That's all um, you're you know, breaking what, up. What song? Oh, wait. Shut the fuck up. I'm not breaking You're up. breaking up, Todd. Yeah, you got you to concentrate hey, on your show. Okay. Lonnie, Lonnie Bonchik. Okay. Cocky bunch? Cocky bunch. Chung. Todd, seriously. Todd, seriously, where are you right now? Everybody wants to know. Well, I'm in Hoboken, New Jersey, doing a college show. Doing a college show in Hoboken, New Jersey? Yes. By the way, Hoboken is beautiful. No one cares. I mean, you already got the gig. I don't know why you're trying to suck up the Hoboken. Hey Todd, <laughs> because, hey, Todd, uh, I got to let you go right now. I'm doing the Todd Glass show. I have, I have a question. For oh, Todd. Chris has a question. I gave him a mic. I hope that's cool. You said Hoboken was beautiful. You said Hoboken was beautiful, huh? No, but I've heard jokes on uh, talk on late night talk shows, and they always say Hoboken. Yeah, so why would on late night talk shows would they reference Hoboken as a punchline? As a go-to. Yeah, and then you say it's beautiful. It makes you I'll seem you like you're lying. When you make fun of Hoboken, uh, by the way, talk about things coming full circle. Because 20 minutes ago, I was talking to my friends that live here. I go, you know, if you make fun of Hoboken, it makes you, it makes you older. Because, yeah, 25 years ago, it was a shithole. Oh. Today, if you're talking to somebody young and you make fun of Hoboken, they're like, oh, did that used to be a bad place? So you, Henry, are old. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Are you calling us hacks? He just called you a hack, Henry. No, 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 no. He's talking about Hoboken. That's beautiful. It's the one right, the the path train, right? It's right on the other side of the the river there, right? I thought you were talking about Hokoben, which is really a... (laughs) It's a gross place. But I'm I'm a hip, edgy, young comic, and there's no way that I would call Hoboken some kind of... uh, Yeah. Uh, One serious question. Yes. Are you going to do... I've got a Lonnie Bunch of Conkin' Lonnie. What? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Todd, if you could say it, maybe we could do it. I don't know what you're talking about. I've got a lofty colostomy. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Oh. oh. Todd, why didn't you say that? Okay, yeah. We're going to do I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Um, do you, wanna, do you want us to do it with you on the phone? Yeah, you want to hear? Because Henry's, Henry's taking oh, out his guitar. Here we go. I've got... You take us in. I don't know how it goes. I've got bunch of coconuts. There they are standing in a row. This one, that one, one to spare the day. You guys aren't We did it. We did it. Yeah, did you hear that, Todd? No, hold on. Stop everything. I'm not joking. Okay, he's not joking. What's going on, Todd? What's wrong? Hello? Should we stop the recording? You're supposed to do it with the Merv Griffin version and sing along with it. Oh, fuck. Give me the phone. Give me the phone. All right. Did you? No, we can do it on a break. Okay. 
All right, Todd. We can Take cut. Take a break and get that Merv Griffin one. <laughs> <laughs> He's not fucking around. Todd, it's the one thing that, uh, seriously, everything is going great, and these guys downloaded all the shit we need, but for some reason, this one didn't get in. So this was totally cut out. Uh, we won't ever hear this. Um, and we're not we'll, moving we'll, the mic. No, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. Let's start walking. I can play this, but also take a break. <laughs> take, a, take a break. Learn the, okay, we got you. All right, Todd, I got to let you go. I'm doing the Todd Glass podcast. <laughs> Seriously, Todd. You, Todd, I got better things to do than talk to Todd Glass during the Todd Glass podcast. You're fucking up the Todd Glass podcast. Can I let you go? <laughs> what about mine, Todd? Yeah, what about it? Hey, hope it's cool. You know, they said as a substitute host. My heart for you, Chris. They said that I should give. Uh, he said I should give him a mic. Chris said I should give him a mic. He said you always give him a mic because, you know, I don't know if they're telling the truth. I'm the sub. But anyway, we're going to find that thing. That was Todd Glass. He's a, a, a frequent guest on the Todd Glass show. Well, we're going to let him go right now. Bye, Todd. And, uh, yeah, it's great to yeah. hear from him. He should come back more. Terrific yeah, should, guy. Funny him, guy. He's a comedian. We could probably have That's him fantastic. on in the next month or two. Maybe. Yeah, we should book yeah, him. Having Todd yeah. Collins should be a reoccurring Yeah, day. we should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Todd seriously wants us to find this Merv Griffin clip, which maybe we can do. We'll take a break. Recorded just a couple of years called I This is Merv Griffin from, like, open. the 50s. Merv Griffin going to sing that he thing? Sure I'm going to sit over here and listen to Merv, it. you all ready? Ready. Boys, here we go. This is the part nobody knows of the song. We'll let Merv take it in the beginning. Everybody, there they are standing in a row. Big ones, Tom, Tom, wait, let's, because Todd really wanted to hear you do it. So should we start from where he comes in and have okay. you start? All right, and we'll join. Okay, later? but I don't really sing; I talk. But go ahead. Well, right. okay, all right. Bunch of coke. Good night. Over here we go. When I heard a showman shouting underneath the I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. There they are, standing in a row. Big ones, small ones, blah. I'm going to have to talk after him. I don't know the words at this point. There they are, standing in a row. Big one, small one. No, what the fuck? Something about his wife. Fuck! Fuck! What the fuck? Other people singing. Uh, maybe Todd expected us to rehearse this in yeah, advance. Yeah, I, and like roll, oh, I got it. A roly poly. Oh, fuck. 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 Because yeah. it doesn't seem like the like an easy version of the song to sing. No. No, no. Thanks, Todd, for throwing that our way. Well, you know what, Todd? I think we're going to get Todd back next week. Shout out to listener Todd Glass for sending this in. Thanks, Todd. Sorry the bit didn't. I know you're a big fan. Sorry the bit didn't really work out for you. Todd, this is killing Todd for a couple reasons. We fucked up the bit he wanted to do best. Plus, Chris has a mic. Sorry, Todd. Um, but when we get Todd back next week, maybe you can explain how he imagined this bit going. Because <laughs> I don't really know. What I want to do is I want to get more to Henry because my goal was to talk or fill about an hour, hour and a half. And I think we're very close to that. And if I could have done that, then I can go home and collapse 
from the exhaustion of just yeah. trying to do something like this. But what I want to know about Henry, who already is one of my favorite comedians, even though I have never seen him perform live, I've only seen his stuff uh, on, on the YouTube channel and um, just spent some time with him. I have a feeling we, we know he's a singer. We know he's a comedian. We know he can cook. I'm wondering if you have any other secret talents that you're not letting us know about. Like, what is the one thing that you're good at that people mm. don't even know that maybe it's not show business? Maybe it's like, are you an artist? Are you uh, uh, good at a certain sport? Carpentry. Gosh. Uh, Carpentry. Well, we mentioned the music, the comedy, the cooking. Um, man, this is a, an awkward thing for me because I really don't think I have anything that I'm really specially really? good at. That I can that I can think of. Well, what's something we don't know about Henry Phillips? That this is a chance because um, what I think, for personally, I'm not even kidding. Mm-hmm. Swear to George Carlin or whatever he says. Yeah, you are as good as anybody out there that's made it big. So Aww. what do we got to do to push you? I think, over I the think edge. I have and a, what is is it? Is it that something you can open up with? I have a tendency to um, self sabotage my career. I think that's what happens. Mm-hmm. I think as soon as it starts going well, I tend to go, well, now I'm not in my comfort zone. I like it when things go poorly because I'm comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't know what to do if I had, like, extra money because I'd have to go to different bars <laughs> and, you know, things like that. So, And I, it's not I like you're doing tend, poorly. You're yeah. doing great. But, like, what is – Well, I think – But even uh, so, there's still the amount of might be sabotage the, that, that might we be could, the thing. So maybe we can all work on that. What, what do I do? Yeah, what do you do? How do you get to the next level? And is it just being um, comfortable in the same way that now maybe you're used to seeing yourself and hearing yourself and being more comfortable with yourself? Now, how do you get comfortable hmm. with the weight of being a, a, a well-known, successful comedian? I have an idea. Yeah, sure. Have you ever thought about uh, trying to do stand-up without your guitar? Maybe hey. don't even bring it on the airplane. Oh. Eric's on to something. That's not a bad yeah. idea. Yeah, don't even bring it with you. Well, I, you know, I actually do have that idea. I'm going to be doing that next week in Omaha. Oh, yeah. yeah Are you yeah, serious? Yeah. I am. Yeah. Did you just think of it? or? Uh, I just, yeah, I was just thinking okay. that was a great idea. And I'm what taking are the your dates? advice. What are the dates? We've got to put some pressure on, Henry. What are the dates you're going to be in Omaha? Well, this is, that's this week, but... Uh, um, so not we sure will, when this is going to air, but this Friday, uh, Friday. Okay, Friday. well, uh, everybody can go to San Francisco and see me on May sixth. May sixth, we have your yeah, but, guitar but there. I will have the guitar because oh. I'm headlining and I'm doing a full show. But I'll be doing a lot of stand up. We are in the time of. Um yeah, you know what that means. First of all, I would like to say what a pleasure it's been to sit. What's this now? Just music for you to talk oh, about okay. how much pleasure you've had on <laughs> ending music. Yeah. But before we... This we, is Mark Maron playing you off from the other <laughs> studio. Mark Maron's banging on the door. Oh, yeah. you know what I wanted to say seriously is we're in this great studio atop Black Horse Motors on the La Cienega Strip, as it says in the opening, which I don't know if there's such a thing. But if there's anyone out there who ever needs to buy a classic car or a Ferrari, you got to buy it here because... They're letting Todd Glass do the show here, and I sure hope that they get a payoff at some point. Like somebody should, if he can sell at least one car here, I think it might be worthwhile. Um, so yeah, buy your Ferraris here. I know our the, the listeners of the Todd Glass show are big for Ferrari buyers, 
But this is the place to get your expensive classic car. Hey, and, and one thing, uh, um, did we say it's Black Horse Motors right off of La Cienega and whatever other street? Yeah. I don't know how, Th- how accessible. Okay. Huh? And now as we, as we wrap things up, I'm, I'd like to wrap things up quickly. Like when Todd wraps wait, wait, things wait, wait, up, it's another two hours. But I, I just go ahead, Henry. I was just going to say I want to thank Mr. Fine Farts for coming. <laughs> You're burned, Steven. Once you do, once. Steven. This is bullshit. Fine Farts. Fine Farts. Wait, did he fine leave? Farts, fine is Steven farts. leaving? He's really upset. Yes, Henry. What? I, 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 hey, we were jo- I was doing a callback. You know what you did? Oh, man, he's taking it real seriously. No, Fine Farts. Remember, we were talking about it earlier as a joke. Small cock killed everybody. I'll be back. I was. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Boy, he got really upset. There. Now, look what you've done, Henry. He left. He's going to come Steven, back and he's going to kill us. I hope you're happy. I should have gone with Einfarts. <laughs> <laughs> he might not have killed us. I think he would have stormed off. Okay, as we wrap up, um, uh, Henry, are you going to do a set later tonight? I mean, no one. We can't promote that. Yeah. But do you know the material you're going to do? Is it new material? Uh, material? I'm going to go up and do you whatever know, the fuck I feel like feel at it? that moment. How'd that yeah. set go? I'll just sort of look at people. <laughs> How'd that, how'd that set It's go? happened by now, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, like yeah. It went, it went pretty good. I just went up and did whatever the fuck I felt like Did doing. you bring your yeah, guitar? I just sort of felt it out. Uh, I was in the middle of a, the um, $5 a joke bit, and then somebody said, uh, it's not funny, and so I grabbed my guitar. <laughs> and uh, that's the way that went. How, how much do you think this show was in your head? Did at any point, like when you were on stage, did you feel like this show sort of steered the material you were doing or the performance you gave? Yeah, I think... Um, I, I tried some stuff out here on the podcast for uh-huh. 50,000 people or whatever it is. Uh-huh. And then I did it for 12 people later, <laughs> and it went really well uh, because I had already eliminated the stuff that didn't work here. <laughs> so I'm happy about it. All right. So, Henry, you're going to be at the Funny Bone in Omaha, which is yeah. in Nebraska, uh, coming up soon. And then you're in San Francisco. Yeah, I, got, I actually got San Francisco, Boston. It's all on henryphillips.com. Yeah. Okay, yeah, check henryphillips.com, and you can spend a whole day watching his uh, YouTube stuff. It's all all hilarious, and I've wasted hours on oh, it, thanks, and I man. suggest you do, too. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, I would also like to thank the amazingly talented uh, UC Irvine uh, graduate, Sam Varela, who works with Mark Marin, and she sang so beautifully. Do <laughs> you have anything else to promote besides Mark Marin? Are you performing anywhere? Um, well... Katie, my my best friend, who's uh not here today. Katie Levine. Katie Levine. Mm-hmm. My my friend, Katie Levine. Oh, good drop. Um, she and I used to work on the show Comedy Palace together, and I still do that. So you can still come to Comedy Palace, which used to be talked about a lot, and uh, maybe still see Todd there. I don't know. There's lots of crazy stuff. Henry, you can come and work out your stuff if you want to without your guitar, though. Without okay. without the guitar. All right. Comedy Thank Palace. You. Yeah. yeah. Well, All right, good. cool. And then uh, Stephen Fine Arts, who is oh, he's back. Uh, Stephen, are you? You're not going to kill us yet, are you? No, he's leaving. I'm he, back. Okay, I just want to thank Stephen oh, to uh, check out Eddie Pepitone's Bitter Buddha. I think which Steven, I've seen is so good. It's really good. So check good. it out. Yeah. Uh, do we win you back yet? Or are you still going to kill us, Stephen Fine? No, I'm back. It's all good. But Henry said some horrible things. I'm he not going to say Einfard say. Ah. Actually, what would it be if it were Pig Latin? It would be Ein. Einart's Fay. Einart's Fay. Is that cool? This, uh, this, this fucking sucks. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, I was I was just trying to. I was doing a subjective thing. I was an objective thing. Uh, and, and where where can you see this thing? This bitter Buddha thing. It's um, you can see it on iTunes. iTunes. Yeah. You can see it on iTunes. 
All right, so everyone check that out. And I really want to thank Eric Olson and Chris Burden too for uh, for letting me. Um, can you can you re-say the compliment without any mic noise, please? Okay, just because <laughs> I want I want to frame it. And uh, yeah, Chris Burden and Eric. Thanks for uh, doing everything oh, for me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I did not hear it before. Todd, Chris had a mic and he didn't abuse it. So you can, you can take that for what it's worth. And with that, I'm going to sign off on the Todd Glass Show. Can I, Thanks, Tom. Uh, I think you did a great job. Thank you. Can I uh, play us out with one of Jingle Joe's songs? Yeah, we yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll leave one you with one of Jingle Joe. Oh, thank you. We'll leave you with a Jingle Joe song. And thanks to Jingle Joe for what he provided. And thank you for everyone for coming here today. And uh, we'll see you next week with Todd. This is the song Plain Sight by Joe McKenzie. You can uh, look him up on YouTube or follow Joe pdx on twitter i don't know look his name up Nerdist.com